0: Welcome to Living Martial Arts with Master Ray Gale, aka The Dark Master. Living Martial Arts discuss and examines the everyday exercise, philosophy, and lifestyle of the martial arts enthusiast. The host talks about his own training, past and present, and he also interviews many martial artists to discover how they continue to live their own martial arts journey. Tune in for top tips on how to get the best out of your martial art or perhaps you're thinking of starting a martial art, this podcast offers you an easy way to dip your toe in. Sign up for the newsletter at livingmartialarts.com and get regular updates and training tips direct to your inbox. Follow the Dark Master on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at livingmartialarts. Okay. Hello, everyone. We are here again with the Dark Master. Uh, another interview from one of the Puma martial arts instructors down on the South Coast. We have Mr. Ed Coleman-Roberts, who's got a fantastic uh, story to tell. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Um, I met Mr. Roberts many, many years ago when he was a young lad. I think it was at grading, actually. Uh, he was peering over the table, uh, and now I, <laughs> I peer up at him. But... Um, it's gonna be fantastic. He's really, really, really motivated instructor. has got his own place down there uh on the South Coast. I'm sure he's gonna tell us all about it. So uh good morning to you, Mr. Roberts. How are you doing?
1: Uh good morning. Yeah, I'm I'm very good, thank you. Excellent. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Um I've been out training this morning. I, I like to uh get up uh at six, six thirty, get out there, do my stuff and uh, get set for the day. And then that's, that's generally how I start. But um, yes, yeah, so I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm a very, very much a morning
1: person. <laughs> very Brilliant. I, I, I'm not so much a morning person, but I was training this morning at 6.15 as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think I've always, um,
0: I don't know, I've always, I've always done it. Um, ever since I was a young lad, um, you know, nine, 10 years old, um, I was up the first person up. In my household of uh three kids my mum and dad uh, and that was it I was always up and I was always out uh, my brother I used to come back my brother was still in bed at sort of one o'clock two o'clock and, and even in my night clubbing days <laughs> I could stay out to three o'clock in the morning and still get up at six and be fine um I, I don't go to bed quite as late as that these days it's I'm normally in there by eleven o'clock so uh you know, I'm trying to look after myself but uh it's great to have you on board um hopefully you can i'm sure the uh, my um audience here uh th- those that are listening will be fascinated by your your story um you've come a come a long way in a short space of time so perhaps you can tell us a little bit about your martial arts journey and uh you know where, where you've been where you hope to go
1: uh yeah i um i started training in 1999 i was four years old um and i started because i watched uh hong kong um Philly, Hong Kong Philly, the cartoon and I really wanted to be as good as that cartoon dog um so I went to a kung fu class and uh my mum took me and apparently they were all breaking blocks of ice with her head and she dragged me out and went you're not doing that <laughs> and uh on the way out we saw a sort saw of poster for taekwondo so I went to that instead um and I was not the most naturally gifted martial artist or um, physical person in the world. I, I think I, I really struggled. I um, actually failed my um, yellow belt grading, um, and that's actually when I met Master Black and uh, found out about Puma and moved over to Puma just as it was as as it started, um, which was great and gave me the confidence to keep going because I was struggling a lot and cried through most of my lessons, but loved loved doing them e- even though I cried every time I went um so when I when I moved over I I um, didn't cry as much but but still struggled and uh it took me a, quite a long time to get up to black belt I I remember everyone overtaking me and being quite upset about it um as there wasn't uh, like a, a little pumas or little dragons at the time I went straight into adults and uh I remember everyone being better than me straight away as they joined seemed to be better than me and overtaking me but um I think that actually helped me quite a bit um later on um because it made me train harder and uh, understand that um there's always going to be people who are more naturally gifted than you and you've got to work hard to achieve um so um I don't think I did particularly well until um hormones hit me around 13 14 and then I started to understand how to train properly. Um, and in a very short space of time turned around from being probably the worst in my school to to representing puma in england um quite regularly and um, did that for quite a long time um then went off to university and did focus more on kickboxing while i was there did a lot of um, ring fighting which was great um, didn't didn't do too too much because I valued my face too much and uh, and then um, and then I also had the opportunity to go to Korea and study there for a month so I learned um, some Korean while I was there and also got to teach some Taekwondo which was amazing Um, and travel around um, only Seoul I, I I couldn't really afford to travel outside the city but I did manage to see quite a few monuments and do some patterns in front of them which sure. was which was amazing and also really interesting trying to get some locals to film you when they have no idea what you're saying and <laughs> um, no idea what you're doing until, until you finished the pattern and then then, then they were, wanted you to do it again and I was panting <laughs> I struggled to do it most of the time um, <laughs> but, uh, that was great and then Following university, I came straight back home to Newton Abbott and uh, took on my old school, which has been amazing, um, a real honour after having so many great instructors. Um, and I feel um, quite quite a weight in my shoulders to live up to um, all those instructors that have gone before me, um, Master Black being one of them, um, but Mr Mortimer as well, and, and uh, my instructor now, Mr Dowling, all of, all of those people are, are amazing martial artists. And uh, um, I'm just trying to get Newton Albert to a stage where it's recognised to those guys' extent, I think. Um, yes. So um, I've had control of Newton Albert Martial Arts for about three years now. And we just opened a centre last year, which was uh, awesome. It, it's a, a great facility. We were open for about two months and then the pandemic hit. Um, so we haven't been able to use it quite as much, but everyone's really excited to get back inside, um, and uh, I can't wait to see them either. It's gonna, it's gonna be awesome. I'm, I'm excited about it.
0: Well, 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 you, you've done, you've done a few things um, very, very similar to myself, in, in fact, because um, you know, you, you started teaching at a, at a young age. Um, you know, I, I start, I actually started teaching at age seventeen. Uh, for my instructor who one day said, right, i want to go over there and take those people. I was thinking, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had me in the front of the class and nobody could hear me. I, and um, it's, it's it's interesting now, you know, you said about yourself being very, very shy. Um, mm-hmm. I was one of the, the, the shyest people you could meet at that time. People always think I'm quite confident, but in the Taekwondo environment, I'm, I'm, I'm okay because I've been there a long time and I, I you know people know me. But outside of that environment, I was always very shy. You know, I, I mentioned before that I was so shy I had to ask someone to ask my first uh, be married a couple of times – my wife to go out with me because <laughs> I, I was too scared. Um, and um, it, it, it's – when I started teaching at that young age um, and I, I was there in front of that class, it started to give me quite a lot of confidence. And I, I did become very confident fairly quickly in the, in the mm. environment so I can sort of um, – you know, relate to that. And I don't know whether you found this, but one of the things that I found when I started teaching as a young person was whether people would take me seriously because I was young. Whether older people coming in, you know, I was seventeen, and somebody comes in at thirty-five, think, "Lose this? What's he going to teach yeah. you to this young lad?" And I don't, I don't know. That's the first thing. What would you say
1: about that? Uh, uh, def- definitely. Um, I, I quite often uh, would would instruct someone, and then they'd go over to an older black belt and ask. Ask what, what, to do, how to do it properly, and they normally send them back over to me because uh, they're they're a really supportive group. Uh, so um, that was good, but yeah, I did I did struggle with that, and uh, I was much the same. I think my first lesson, I was actually hidden under a chair because I I was so scared of the instructor, and uh, most of my gradings as well, I, I struggled with similar sort of thing. That. Um, Going in front of a class has definitely made me more confident. I, I remember whispering at people and trying to tell them what to do and what the next the next bit was, and uh, not really not really working. And having having to practice projecting across across the room and uh, sure. thinking about it now just seems stupid. Uh, while I was at university, I taught four hundred people all in one class, and if I told my ten year old self that I'd be doing that, I think. Um, he would cry uh, at, the th- at the thought of it um but yeah I, I definitely wasn't taken seriously um even when I began to get a bit more talented um in martial arts I um I didn't really think that people took me seriously and a lot of the time I would substantiate what I'm saying with Sir said uh said this the other day um just just so I had some sort of backing because a lot of the time I could see them just like looking around like, when is the lesson starting? Right. <laughs> um, so it did take me a while. But I think the more confident I got in my delivery, the more they believed what I was saying. And um, also the m- more confidence I had in my own ability as well helped me with that confidence because... Um struggling as much as i did i it's it's taken me a while to realize i i can actually do some of the moves um we need to do um and i still doubt myself now when i when i'm doing stuff but um i i know that i can do some things now i i think i can i can throw some decent shapes um so that that does help with, with some delivery and uh i think um i think people people now respect my my full journey and the fact that I did struggle yeah. um to begin with um yeah so it, it has come like a, a full a full journey from uh, someone who hid under a bench crying at the at, at just having to show show a pattern in front of people um to delivering to loads of people all at the same time and believe it and everyone like listening to you and taking it in and you can see that they're excited to be there which is is great um yeah it did take a while though
0: <laughs> it, it does and I think um you know it's it's a bit it's a bit like um I was sort of related to uh being a, a martial artist and um you know we all want it now everybody wants it now um and even when I got my, my first degree black belt you know, I, I, as a young lad, I was thinking, yeah, you know, when I get my black belt, I'm going to be as good as these people, as, good as these people. But what I didn't realise, some of those black belts, you know, they have been black belts for sort of 15 years. Yeah. But <laughs> well, I got my black belt, but I'm still not as good as them. Um, but it it, it, take, it takes a bit of time. So I think, um, like, like anything, really, if you can develop something over a, uh, a period of time, it, it's certainly, certainly worth it. And I think, um, you know, teaching and, um, you know, having people uh, follow you Uh, you know in your martial art uh, takes time as well and um it's a bit it's a two-way process isn't it it's always a two-way process
1: i think yeah definitely i think it took me a while to work out my style of teaching as well um i think i'm I'm probably a bit unorthodox as a martial arts instructor um i lean heavily on on humor uh that's
0: good that's good
1: yeah um well with uh with master black as an instructor for a long time there's not much else you can do yeah. um <laughs> but um i think just not taking myself too seriously uh, allows people to get out of their comfort zone and fish themselves a little bit more um than they they would necessarily if you were just telling them what to do um and uh when i first started i think i was very much of the uh, opinion that black belts are meant to be a certain way. And now that I'm teaching people I'm meant to be like that. Yeah. And, uh, I, I not that way. <laughs> I, I'm not. <laughs> no way. So I, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. I tried, I tried really hard to be a person that I wasn't. And uh, I think that's probably why people didn't respect me straight away because I was yeah. trying to be like a, um, a commando in the, in the army and, uh, I was 13 stood in front of a class um with my long hair looking looking confused and scared but also shouting at people it just didn't work so um when I realized that I looked like an idiot I I played up to that and uh people took uh took it on a lot better and uh started really trying to give their all to to the class which was great and um sure I really run with that um and um a lot of my studies and stuff while I was at university revol- uh, revolved around that idea of uh, fun and uh, learning through like fun and and humor as well so um, I've tried to try to put that into all my classes um, and I I think it works it works for me anyway
0: yeah I don't know yeah. if it worked for everyone well, well I think you've got to be yourself haven't you? like, like mm. I mean um, pro- probably my, my adult classes are probably a bit more um, a bit more serious, if you if you want to call it serious. I, I try and put a bit of humour in there as well. Particularly with, I mean, with the kids, I think you have to. Um, I think I think you, you you've got to see uh, the funny side of a lot of a lot of things. Um, and um, you know, I often say if you could teach children, perhaps you can teach anyone. But um, the, the other the other thing that I was going to say had in common was, um, you know, uh, people listening to this may not know, but myself and uh, Master Ogborn colleague and lifelong friend uh, we actually opened up a, a full-time martial arts center in bath many years ago unfortunately um it it, it sort of sunk um and you know uh, fairly quickly really but it was a dream of ours uh, to to do that and you know we, we, we were doing it ooh, uh, i think that was probably uh, in our like activities maybe i think um, obviously you, you've done it a bit uh, a bit bit earlier than that and it is a huge huge undertaking um and even at the time we, we felt a lot of pressure just with two of us so you know mm. um, you know fair play to you for for giving it a go and uh, you know, I respect you for that and um, you know the, the problem is you you know what happened when you are successful people just say how lucky you are <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> yeah um uh, I'm, I'm aware that uh people don't see all, all the hours that you spend um and uh even the contact time is probably half the time uh, and my contact times um when when the center is open is is quite big as it as it is so I, I start teaching at 615 um every morning and i finish at 9 at night um and then i do have some breaks in there um during the day but i'm i'm at the center between those times uh monday to friday and then weekends i have a 9 to 5 <laughs> at the moment and uh, so a nice steady weekend for me, um, but people will always see their their interaction with you, and I don't really mind that, um, and it keeps me on on my game. I think if uh, I they only see me for an hour, that hour's got still got to be the best hour that they have all all week, um, and the next hour I have new people coming in, and it has to be their best hour as well. Yes. yes. Um, and i like the varied nature of what i do um i don't just do martial arts i I teach lots of different things um and i like people finding out what their body can do that's my favorite thing is um seeing people go from going i can't do that that's that's the why are you why are you making me do this that's that's ridiculous and going you can do that come on let's let's do it together and build it up to something that they think is impossible True. and they walk out like walking with a bit of swagger and and just lo- loving the fact that they've achieved something that they thought that they couldn't do yeah. um this morning we were we were doing some squats I, I, the class is called squat clinic um, and we found out three reasons why a squat was difficult for one one person there and we fixed two and we're working on the other one okay. um, but her her squat doubled in depth and also she could lift twice as much oh,
0: wow. okay. um,
1: in in one session which is amazing and everyone left with like a big grin because one person had this massive turnaround but everyone had like a small improvement and they can see See why those things are there and what they need to work on. Sometimes it's not even fixing the problem; it's just knowing, knowing what it is and that you need to work towards it. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it is my favourite thing is is seeing people progress and see see them realise that they can do things that they thought were weren't possible. Yeah, um, yeah. That I think that's what I love about being an instructor and. Um, Fitness instructor, martial arts instructor, everything. Just, I just love seeing people reach what they thought they didn't think they could do. Um, yeah, it's my my favourite bit. <laughs> Isn't
0: it? Uh, I think, um, uh, just just to say as well, and even uh, listening, I've got an, I've got an article on my blog, <laughs> Michela, the uh, the link is probably below the show notes here, but um, uh, in the show notes uh, about the benefits of, of squats um it's been on there for some time um but yeah great great exercise and um i mean i i find them quite difficult because i had a hip operation about uh, 13 years ago so but uh, over the years I've, I've managed each year strangely enough <laughs> but i've managed to get lower again uh, my mm. flexibility is sort of slowly very very slowly returning um, and I, I still do my rehab for my, um, my hip operation, so yeah, definitely a, a great exercise and, and so on. So, I mean, I uh, one of the questions I've been asking my guests uh, of late, and uh, I would think that you, you would probably benefit a lot from this, whether you had the time to do or not. I don't know. Um, is um, is meditation and breath work. Now, I um, as people, if people know me well. Um, will know that I'm, I've always been, although I've been very shy, I've always been a hyper person. I am particularly hyper, um, even at, at school, uh, very much so. Uh, very difficult for me to keep still uh, in one place for any length of time. But um, I actually started um, probably about two years ago, maybe, maybe more, um, doing some meditation, uh, and the first time I tried it, I was rubbish, <laughs> I wasn't very good at all. Um, and I've got better at it, and I'm still doing it. But along with that, I, I incorporated different types of breath work. Uh, I was doing some potato uh, breath work, which is a breathing system where you actually try and breathe less. Um, I'm now doing uh, Wim Hof breathing. And if anybody knows about the, the mad Dutchman Wim Hof, uh, if you if you google him on um Facebook, uh, he recommends breathing exercises and cold showers. So I've had my cold shower this morning. Uh, no, let's go,
1: go oh. uh sorry, Brett's just pulled up, so I thought it I thought Beck cut you off before he comes in. Um that's
0: that's fine. That's fine. What what I'll do is I'll just put on the pause. You wanna wait for him to come in? That's all right okay we can we can do that. So I can cut yeah. yeah. cut that bit and then we yeah. can we we can uh, we can go back. But uh that's uh, all right. All right. that's good. Master Gale in there. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Hello, Master Gale. Oh hang on, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Hello Britt Darling. Hello Britt Darling. Oh, sorry. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, all my all my all my uh, all my guitars there.
1: Wow. No, no. Nice.
0: <laughs> my, my collection. <laughs> Actually, it's I play the, I play those every morning. Well, I play one every morning. Actually, how, how do your neighbours feel about that, so Well, it's, <laughs> usually, it's usually the acoustic, but you know, I'm right. I'm, I'm living in this um uh m- this park home now, and from a noise perspective, it's really good because they've got gap big gaps in between the houses, so actually, I can crank up my amp, amp and nobody hears it as long as I shut the no, windows. It's, it's it's really good. Yeah, th- this is this has actually been a lifesaver for me during the lockdown. Um, got rid of my mortgage last year. Otherwise, uh, I would literally have been on the streets. Um, so um, it, it's good, and I've got a conservatory with a mini gym in it, in about two meters square. So it's, it's that that will be coming on. Po- I will be showing that on the podcast actually. So so there'll be um, so, some some information regarding my my gym equipment. A very small little gyms i use and so on. But, uh, yeah yeah it's 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 good it's good just me and my cat <laughs> <laughs> there we go so not not too bad that's best companions aren't they yeah yeah definitely, definitely 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 good. do you do you want to um are, are you okay in the moment to to continue for a, uh, we've probably got i don't know what time is it probably got a no i'd say probably about another 15 or 20 i would say are you okay with that yeah,
1: to week, yeah, yeah I'll,
0: I'll I'll do, a, do some warming up and stuff. Yeah, cool. yeah. Well, I'll, bit, so. I'll, uh, I'll catch you soon, sir. Yeah, take care. Take care. Take care. <laughs> See you in a bit. See you in a
1: bit. Okay, so I'm just, just putting this in. Um so I can um... just
0: gonna pull the door to. Uh, oh, yeah. So, I'm just going to con, 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 continue. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll do my claps. I hear this on the audio. Um, so, breath work. Yes, I've been doing some breath work. Uh, I've been doing the Wim Hof uh, method of breathing, which is absolutely uh, fantastic. And it, it takes me about 50, which is also a form of meditation in itself, actually, the, the breath work, uh, Wim, Wim Hof. But um, it, it, it's a, a series of uh, Thirty big breaths, and then holding my breath for um, maybe two minutes. After that, without breathing, and so on. Um, but I actually find it really, really beneficial. So my, my, my question is, is whether you know you've thought about any meditation or you do any breath work and, and so on.
1: I I, um, I don't think I do some like traditional meditation, but I, I have often just just sat in in silence or, or lay down and try try to centre myself. Um, it does it does help quite a lot. Um there, there's a lot of stresses in running a, a big center and trying to keep everyone having the best experience they can. Um during the the lockdown I i did a, a video as a, a guided meditation and uh it was up I put it on our like YouTube channel and uh walked through some nice nice walks and filmed lovely views so they could they could just watch the screen if they wanted to or they could sit and relax and Follow the, follow the breathing. Um, I, I'm not I'm not so great at following other people's instructions when when I'm trying to relax. Right. Um, I, I I find I can do it if it's uh. You need to do this exercise. I can I can follow follow that. But if I need to stay still when I'm listening to someone, I can't do that. I I yeah. I just sort of shut off from from them completely. So. I can I can do it by myself and sit up against a wall or, or lay down and and just and just be quiet for a while. I can I'm I'm I can I can do that for for ages. And sometimes I'll, I'll uh, relax a little bit too much and and fall asleep. Um, but um, I I do find it really really beneficial. And um, I I also don't mind leading other people, but I don't find it relaxing myself during that. Um, yeah. I, I, if i if i'm leading a, a meditation or leading a, a relaxation i'm i i find it um quite quite nerve-wracking that i'm gonna i'm gonna ruin their relaxation time so i feel like i'm on edge yeah. during that yeah. um but yeah I, I i do i do really enjoy it it's um it's um something that has helped me quite a bit and uh, i think i've not really thought about it until you mentioned it actually um, I, I wouldn't have thought about me doing it, but um, I, I do quite often, and uh, yeah, um, it's really nice.
0: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm hopefully the, again those listening, hopefully gonna have uh, some some information on on the sort of the things that I do. But I think anything anything that that sort of takes you out of your regular routine, um, because you know, as as martial artists and fitness instructors and, and whatever, it, it, it's you know, you need you need that balance, don't you? Of uh, you know, going quick, 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 lifting, you know, breathing heavy, and then just slowing it down. And I've i found that very helpful for me. I wish I'd have found it earlier, actually, when I was when I was in my in my competition days. I think I probably would have been um, uh, a lot better off to be able to to um, have a bit more calm, if you like. Um, so I'm yeah. I'm, happy, I'm happy I'm doing that, and I, and I think um, I, I think for for me, because of the, the the type of person I am, it's, it's really been, say, beneficial because everything I've always done in my life has been at 100 miles an hour. It really has. So so having to to change that has been quite tough, but it's been very beneficial. I feel benefits for it,
1: definitely. I, I also really enjoy Tai Chi, which is very similar, and it, it feels like you're meditating while you're doing it. Yes. Um, I, I'm not very good at it, but I, I enjoy doing it. And uh, there's a, a lady who lives... Down, down the road from me, who's uh, a Tai Chi master and, and does it out on the seafront quite often. And it uh, just allows people to join in on the seafront. And when I have some free time, I try and get down to see her because she's amazing. Um, and after she normally does um, one of her fan forms or a, a sword form, and they're beautiful. Watching her do it um, really sh- shows how bad I am at Tai Chi, but also <laughs> is is beautiful to watch. Um, really think, impressive and really relaxing
0: yeah no it's, it's good I, I did a little bit a few years ago um, Chen style uh Tai Chi mm. and um yeah that that for the same reasons actually to, to just do something a li- I wanted to be a student again but um in the class that nobody knew me but I wanted to be a martial art I wanted to be a more of a soft martial art and I, I really enjoyed it actually it was great 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 experience Time so, I might I might uh, might pursue some of that again at some point. But, um, th- moving on from that, um, the uh, the other thing I want to ask was whether you, you know, obviously running your own place and, and, and being uh, at the centre of you know your teaching and your you know, physical training is whether you you have any um, sort of food or diet protocols or, or whatever. Um, I, I I mean I do. Try and look after my my diet. Um, uh, many years ago, I had a, a skin condition which I still have, psoriasis, and um, I've actually in the last uh, six months or so gone over to um, an animal-based diet, which actually has made a massive difference to me. Um, but it's 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 eating sort of nose to tail, and perhaps uh, some of the things that people aren't used to uh, eating these days. Uh, I still have my, my avocados and my berries and. Um, uh, I do have a little bit of um, very very good local honey. Um, you know, very, it's not really processed very much. It's really good stuff. Very expensive, but it's nice uh, and things like that. So I, I have found that my energy levels are, are pretty good. Um, I also do a bit of um, uh, time restricted eating. Um, okay. What do you call it? Intermittent fasting. So so I I have like a fourteen hour window where I don't eat. <clears throat> and I find that quite beneficial. So yeah,
1: it's just, just that question, really, whether you do anything or um I really struggle with my uh, diet at the moment, with uh, running a centre and being here um, so long, um, teaching from four till nine, and then having to clean and leave. Um, I do, I do struggle to, to fit things in. Um, in the lead up to competitions, I, I definitely do. Um, when I'm, when I'm competing and I'm trying to make sure I, I, um, I compete at a high level. I, 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 um, I really focus on um, getting uh, an, a good, healthy, balanced diet with high protein and, and lots of oats and, um, and, and uh, fruit in. And But um, the rest of the time, I think I eat what's in front of me out of necessity and uh, panic um, <laughs> a lot of the time and i am aware that it's catching up with me um so i do need to sort sort it out and uh begin to look after myself a little bit more um which seems to be the story of, of my life at the moment um because this first year of running a center i've realized that um i don't look after myself I, I, um, my body comes last in my priorities and um i will um uh, work here as long as it takes to get the job done, and then I'll go and train as hard as I can. Um, a lot of the time without the fuel that I need to do that, and um I do feel it quite often, and um I know it's a mistake that I'm making, but it's very difficult to put myself before sure um other people, my students, my clients, and uh also the stuff I love doing. Like I, I love training and putting something in me so I can train although it makes sense to me is a second priority i I want to train first i want to i want to go and do the thing i want to do first um and then i'll think about eating after um but i i do need to to um look after myself a little bit better not just when i have a big competition or when i think I, i i really need to
0: right right I think it's important. I mean, you know, very much the, the same. And I think, um, you know, you're probably probably still at the stage where you can get away with it a bit, but maybe you need to think about it for the future. And I uh, think, okay, well, this is this is my uh, plan. Just put, I think, just putting little changes in place would would really help. And um, you know, take take it from there. I know that I know that you're 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 waiting to to train. You've got a. Uh, somebody's just, uh, arrived to train with you, but um, which leads me on to my next thing is is about training partners. Now, in the past, I've had a few training partners. I've, you know, I've had to drag uh, Master Rob one out of bed on many occasions, um, <laughs> as he's not a morning person. Um, but um, I've always been very self motivated. I've been able to, uh, luckily, been able to push myself. Uh, very, very hard w- without somebody having to, you know, crack a whip uh, to get me moving. So, you know, do you find that yourself, or you know, that you're quite self-motivated, or do you need someone to, you know, push you along?
1: I'm I'm quite self-motivated, but um, I I also do benefit from a training partner. I'm uh, I think um, out, most of the time when I do have a training partner, I make sure they are more motivated than me. I need I need I need to have someone to to push me a little bit. So um when I first started competing, I would say that my training partner was uh Ryan Pausland, who is a a great, great fighter. He's uh um probably similar to your relationship with Master Rockborn. He was a lightweight and uh, I was a heavyweight in the team at the time, and uh I spent my time chasing him um (laughs) (laughs) trying to catch up with him. Um and uh, he he is the most motivated and fittest. Uh, training partner I've ever trained with um he was great to train with and a great motivator as well when you're when you're struggling he would come he would uh come back and say come on sort sort it out and uh and push you to to reach um reach your your goal and uh, uh I was also lucky that um Newton Abbott as a school had a, a lot of good competitors at the time that I started progressing so uh, Natalie McColl, uh, Richard Haas, Richard Rowlands now, um, all competed at an international level before, before me. And, um, then in Exeter they had Danny Dowling and Brett Dowling and a whole plethora of international fighters, all just like 20 minutes from, from my house, which was great. So every training session I went to, I was surrounded by international competitors and world champions that would, um, make you train better because you were uh, you had to you had to otherwise you'd get beaten up and uh, fitness wise as well we had um ex-marines and armed forces in our kickboxing who made you keep up with them or you you just wanted to to equal them once in in one exercise so you'd really push to try and keep up um but i'd say that ryan was probably my main training partner for a long time and. Uh, We'd we'd meet up quite often, um, um, either at my house or or by hit by his house and go for runs or throw yeah. some tires around. Um, occasionally do some actual martial arts, but most of the time it was fitness. Um, we didn't we didn't often spar or do, do do patterns together. Um, we most of the time it was it was fitness based, which was which was great because I think it was probably the thing that we didn't have in our classes it was the stuff that we missed out on um so so we made a special effort to do it and it was great great to do it with him um I think we were the only only um Devon based people in the boys team at the time yeah so um although we were probably on the opposite sides of Devon we made a special effort to to meet up with each other so we could could train together and it was it was it was great to do that
0: it's, it's good. It's good when we have. That. I mean, myself and Mass Robin, when we were competing, because we used to, in the early days we used to teach together with the same schools, and um, we used to do our our training prior to the class because we lived in different places. So we'd meet up and we'd do sort of sprints the length of the rugby pitch and then walk back. And then he'd do a sprint. And, you know, when one of us was flagging, we would go, "Come on, you know, keep it going." And and uh, at those those times, uh, I could say that I I did need um. There were times when I needed a training partner. Particularly when I had kids, <laughs> because I was very tired all of the time, um, and it might not have been good to have pushed myself when I was tired. But uh, I could have quite easily said, "Do you know what? I need a bit of a rest." <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I don't yeah. Know. Maybe sometimes I should have done that, but uh, but there there we go. I, I think uh, you know, funny you said that say that because when when I started competing, there were no weights, and so mm. everybody I fought was bigger than me. Um, so fighting with Master Ogbon and training with him was brilliant because I knew that he generally people are going to be smaller than him, um, and it, it actually taught me how to move. Um, you know, when when you're fighting open weights and you, you're fighting someone who's uh, eight stone heavier, you know that if they hit you, it's going to hurt. <laughs> you don't want to get hit. So uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that was a a good a good learning curve. For me definitely. Uh,
1: de- definitely, training with Brian has made me the fighter I am today. Like uh, I think I'm. I'm pretty quick for a biggish person, um, and Ryan, when he fought, could could knock over anyone in his category. Definitely, I think uh, it it helped both of us. Yeah. Um, he kind of turned into the the heavyweight of the lightweight division, and I turned into the the lightweight of the heavyweight division, which was was great for both of us. Um, although I really still don't enjoy being hit by the heavyweights of the heavyweight <laughs> division. <laughs>
0: No, no. Well, people, are, you know, I adopted my style because I don't like being hit. <laughs> That's right.
1: Yeah, I think it took me until I went up into the adult category to realise that it wasn't that much fun actually. <laughs> as a junior, I didn't mind too much, but as soon as I went up to adult, I really didn't like it.
0: <laughs> well, listen, we're, we're, we're coming. We're close. To, we're close to time actually. Um, but uh, there's 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 a couple of things. That i i i would love i would love you to come back first off and, and do this again um and uh chat again you know tell us how you're getting on with the with the center you know maybe uh, find out a little bit about more about your martial arts journey uh, i'd certainly love love that um and um you know uh secondly to to sort of you know wish wish you all the best with everything and i hope that the school remains strong keeps going strong and that um uh, you know you can uh uh, move, move through this uh this current period people listening to now we're still just at the end of uh just at the end of uh, the lockdown um and hopefully you know things are coming back to normal people are coming back to classes inside so you know i wish you all the best of that I hope that goes very very well for you
1: thank you very much it's been great chatting i really enjoyed it thank you e-
0: excellent well i'm sure we'll chat again soon um anything yeah. that you want to um if you want to catch up with mr common roberts uh, we'll put some information in the in the show, show notes and um, you can catch up with him down there. Uh, I would certainly recommend if you're in that area and you haven't trained martial arts, he's a great guy to, to train with. Um, you will not, not regret it. So just get along there and uh, have a go. Thank you very much. Thanks to everyone. And uh, hopefully we'll catch up soon. Thank you.